Hey guys, welcome back. It's another week with Buddies Talking Tutties. Uh, I have, uh, is Brandon here with Rodney? Rodney, what's up, you guys? At? Glad to be back with you boys. Awesome, awesome. Another great week in fantasy football. Some happy people, some upset people. But I will tell you, just again, we're going to be on Spotify. We're going to be on Apple Podcasts. That's where you'll get your uh, the podcast listening this week, um, as always. And we got a special guest with us, uh, Mitchell. Um, where you at, buddy? Yo, what's up, guys? It's always good to be talking with my buddies about tutties, man. I'm glad to be on this week. <laughs> when well, you say it. it like that, it sounds a little weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely does. Oh, Lord. Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited we got you on this week. Yeah, um, be a good pop. So, I'm ready for it. Well, awesome. you know it sounds a little bit more weird, Mitchell. It it your your team name has gotten some buzz around the league. Um, everybody knows you're the league manager of Sexual Thielen. Yeah, absolutely. You're proud of that name? Yeah. So I like the name. Um, you know, honestly, I really didn't even care. Like, I think I, I think after I traded away Alvin Kamara, I think it stayed Lights Kamara action for like three weeks. Um, it did, did. Yes, didn't for really, sure. Just, didn't really care to change it, and so uh, I, I, you know, we've we've talked about the story, or you have on the podcast about trying to change it to to sexual feeling, and ESPN kind of had a fit with that, and uh, they wouldn't let it happen. So I think I think Josh was the one that suggested changing it to to sexual feeling, and uh, <laughs> and did, here we are, man. And you know, honestly, <laughs> one of the best fantasy names that I've ever came across and I every year man I read it these jokers and look online for different names yeah never seen this one you it's, need to really put that out there dude I think it'd get a lot of traction it's, it would get a lot of, a lot of traction and, and probably some action too you know what's so. you know what's funny about it um I was I was riding home earlier and I was kind of saying sexual feeling out loud just because <laughs> I never have and because I knew I would have to say it on the podcast at some your point. Your hands like weren't in your pockets or anything while you're saying this. Right? No, no. Oh god. Okay, they were on deal. the steering wheel. And All right, good it, deal. I was like, I was like, you can't even say this name seriously without really without busting out laughing. Like it's just sexual feeling. Like you can't do it. <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's a good name. I'm happy with it. Um, so Adam you got Thielen's the picture of Mike Tyson, right? Is yeah, that, it's a picture your, of Mike Tyson. Back you in the could day, get away with Sylvester too if you ever wanted to change it. You're you're relatively new to the league in comparison to a lot of the people that have been playing. How many years you been in this? I I want to say this is year five or six. Okay. I, I believe it's five though. Okay, so a lot of people might not know you outside of just seeing you on draft day. Um, you're certainly not in the Stevens County area. Right. Our fantasy league is just widespread. I love it. You got Brandon up in North Carolina. You over towards the Augusta with Jason. So kind of just uh, want um, to let the crew know a little bit potentially unknown facts about you. Um, one, you're a big baseball fan, right? That's like your go-to sport? Yeah, love baseball. Big Cubs fan. Is that still the case or have you given up? No, no. Go cut. I mean – we won a World Series five years ago. Um, we've got a. Has it already been five years? It's been five years. Oh my gosh! No, it's been six. So we've got a hundred and two years <laughs> to play with. <laughs> no, it's been six. Wow. Been but six. you went through a much bigger drought before that series, so I, th- I think five or six years is nothing. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm good for a little while, man. Yeah, this should carry off for at least another eighty-one years. Cubbies all the way. Oh, for but sure. you're a Braves fan too, right? I pull for the Braves. I used to watch the Braves with my grandpa growing up, so I still pull for the home team. I got you. It was a tough day today. 
Yeah. Uh, but regardless of what you've seen in the playoff picture so far, who you got winning the World Series this year? Oh, man. Uh, I think the Padres look really good. Um, mm, think they're going to upset the Dodgers. I th- I think they do. I think the Padres upset the Dodgers. Um, it's tough. I'm I'm going to say the I'm going to say the Yankees beat the Padres in the World Series. Ooh, wow! You heard it here wow. first, folks. I would I would love to see the Yankees and the Braves play in it. Um, just for and we get revenge. Just for '90s, just for the '90s sake, but yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to see that. A good series for us. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a good playoffs. You got a lot of really good teams in there, so it's it's fun to watch. I love playoff baseball. So back to fantasy. You said you've been in the league for six years now. Um, what's your best finish? <laughs> it ain't good. I can tell you that. Really? You haven't um, had any playoff runs or runner ups? If I did, it was at the beginning. Um, okay. I know the past three years or so haven't gone really well for me. I can't tell you what my best finish was. Um, but, you know, you, you haven't won a championship yet. Have not won a championship. Haven't played for a championship. Um, and I, I don't think that I've made it to the playoffs yet. Well, oh, you uh, look really good this year. Yeah. Um, I, my team this year is very promising. Um was able to make some good off-season trades. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about them. To set myself up um, for the past, gosh, I think I've had Alvin Kamara for the last four years. I started mm-hmm. with Ezekiel Elliott, um, took over Lauren Burton's team. She had Zeke on there. I can't remember who I traded uh, in the league to get Alvin Kamara, but I gave up Zeke for Kamara, and I've had him ever since. And, uh, you know, it's Kamara's the big running back. He was the guy that everybody wanted, mm-hmm. uh, especially um, before, you know, McCaffrey came into the league and that sort of thing. But uh, I just the, – the guys that I had, it just wasn't a winning formula, you know. And uh, I kind of wanted to start shopping Kamara around just because, you know, he is getting older. Um, he doesn't have Drew Brees anymore. Uh, I just I kind of felt like he wasn't going to put up the numbers that we were used to seeing from him, and uh, so I just kind of did an overhaul. Uh, I think I traded um, I traded Alvin Kamara, and uh, I made some draft picks, which is with Jason Burton uh, for Travis Kelsey. Uh, so I ended up getting Travis Kelsey and some better draft picks. Mm-hmm. I gave up Kamara. I want to say there was one or two other players in that, but I don't remember who they were. Gotcha. And, um, I made another trade uh, with Casey to um, get Stefan Diggs. And so I traded Terry McLaurin, and uh, he gave me Stefan Diggs, and I got a better draft pick for that too. So I ended up having Aaron Jones, uh, Stefan Diggs, and Travis Kelsey, the number one pick, and then the number four pick as well. Um, and I was able to pick up uh, Brees Hall with the number one pick, and I think I got T. Higgins with the number four pick. So yeah. it was just, it was a complete overhaul, you know. And uh, it just it set me up, you know. I think I think I looked at it this morning, and I think even though I lost this week, I think I'm still the number one uh, or the highest scoring. Uh, team in the league you are not, not by much i think it that gap has closed a little bit but um you know definitely definitely set up well to at least make a good push for the playoffs yeah man those kind of points don't lie you definitely have a good team um 
even having scored the most points in the league, you're still three and two. Was right. that the product of like a couple of flat weeks or just opponents scoring big on you? Yeah. So for for this week, I mean, I scored I scored 95 points this week. Uh, lost um, to run CMC. I believe that's Josh's team. Yep. Um, that was a product of a bad decision. Um, I, you know, I ended up changing. Uh, ended up changing Jared Goff and put him in for Kyler Murray. And I'm, I'm not upset about that decision. I liked the numbers on that. Um, but my biggest mistake was not putting in Tyler Lockett over Herbert. Mm. So I kind of regret that. Um, but it, that was just a one mistake kind of thing. Granted, last week I squeezed one out against you that it could have gone either way. Uh, it's just been. Oh, you had to bring that. Oh, up. my bad, man. I think I, it just dang. that wound. That wound just uh, healed up, and he just ripped it back open. Man. Uh, you should be all right if it's if it's healed up. You'll be all right, my friend. Um, but you got to win. Did eat that one out? You got to win this week. So I did. I got. I got a win. Sorry to to rub salt in your wound, Brandon. But um, we'll get there in just a minute. But yeah. I'm not talking to you, Rodney. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, shout out to Devonte Adams on that. But, Absolutely. Uh, um, but yeah, no. So I, I think it was just you know for this week it was just that one decision. Um, not too worried about it. I've got some guys on my bench that are really starting to play well. Um, that gives me a lot of hope. I, I am dealing with a little bit of injury right now, but uh, I don't know. My team's looking good. I feel good about it. Um, just got to hope that they can stay consistent, uh, you know, through the next couple of weeks and um, get over this injury that uh, Cordell Patterson has. And we, I, hey, we got a chance. You know, I was the, I was the, I was in last place last year. So you know, I've got a chance this year. Feeling good about my team. Looks good. They're playing good. We're just, we're gonna play real hard. You know, let's give it all we got. Yeah, man, you made a lot of good trades in the off season that definitely helped you so far this season. Uh, probably one of the biggest might be Travis Kelsey from last night, but we'll talk about him yeah. a little bit later. He's he's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, great offseason work. I mean, that just shows us you can go from worse to a really good chance of making the playoffs. I think you're at like 58% chance of making the playoffs. Um, so that's better than most odds. For sure. So, so that's really good. Yeah, and it's the, it's the way it should be with a team that has the number one pick and – Honestly, the first few weeks, you're thinking, like, it's going to take Brees Hall a while to heat up. Like, the way it's looking, you had Joe Flacco in, you weren't really sure about Zach Wilson. But since Zach Wilson took back over, dude, Brees Hall has lit up, and it has really propelled your team. But before you even got to him as the number one pick with those trades, you had an unconventional set of keepers because a lot of people, they strategize, like, all right, I'm going to keep two running backs. The dream is three good running backs, right, to be, you know, keepers in this league. Yeah. But you had a running back, a tight end, and a wide receiver. Yeah. So you're kind of spread out. But what it's turned into is Stephon Diggs, who's the number one wide receiver in football. Travis Kelsey, who's the number one tight end in football. Dude, you have two number ones in those categories. It's going to make any team look really good. So kudos to you and Brees Hall is just icing on the cake. Yeah, appreciate it. I, I think you said last week. Um, I don't know if it was the case this week when they started, but all of my position players last week were in the top ten of their of their position. Um, you know, uh, so that's, that's big, you know, that's, that's, that's a solid team. I can't, I can't be upset about it, you know, not at all. So, um, speaking of you making trades, we're going to shift over to review the last trade that happened. It was actually, it was a 
pretty big trade regression after the you know the forty one players that were traded the week before. We only right. had one trade last week, so we yeah. that a lot. Now, now, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of talk of trades on my end, but uh, it it never fruition to an actual trade. But uh, but yeah, we got a trade. We did have one trade. Um, it was Terry McLaurin and Kareem Hunt, um, dealt by none other than the league leader in trades, Jason Burton. <laughs> and he received Palmer and Godwin from, I believe it was Casey's team. Yep. So we're just going to, all three of us, a quick review and just call it if it's a win, lose, or a break even. So, Brandon, take it away. Um, I, I really think uh, Casey ran away with this one. Uh, I think, uh, Hunt's massive. Uh, he's got a guy that potentially can be, um, he's definitely a one, one B, um, on, on most teams, uh, especially in fantasy. Um, so I like Hunt definitely with the upside. You don't know about Godwin, how he's going to heal up eventually his knee, that problem. And then McLaurin, I think, he can give you sir he can give you flex numbers um easy like that's his floor but he can get pretty hot and if he gets hot he he's a he's a stud so i mean um it's just i think i think Casey won this trade um running away yeah i'm going to agree with you there and jason always says we bash his trades and stuff like that but i saw this one go out and i didn't really get it palmer is Table scraps, basically, like he's nothing. Yeah, uh, especially with Keenan Allen coming back. Whenever that happens, even I literally him. think he was picked up off waivers. Sure, I mean, and he had a couple of good games there in week two and three, I think it was, but um, he still didn't crack double digits. And you know, Chris Godwin is good. I still, I, I said this to you, Brandon, last week. I just think he is more of a possession. You're going to run him in the slot. They're going to have passes to him because he's a sure hands kind of guy to move the chains yep. kind of like a Jarvis Landry I mean I, I, Mike Evans is clearly their their go-to red zone threat so you're not going to see as many touchdowns from Godwin and it's not a PPR league so I think McLaurin could have kind of went toe-to-toe with with Godwin but Hunt for Palmer if you're looking at it like a straight up like that like goodness gracious yeah Kareem Hunt has not only value this year as a flex but he also has value next year if he gets traded which is Likely. I mean, he asked for a trade this year. I don't know what his contract looks like, but if he is a starting running back for any other team where he's not running back up to Nick Chubb, the guy's going to be fantasy gold. So I think Jason really needed a wide receiver too, but I just think he got super antsy, pulled the trigger way too quick on this one, didn't think enough about it. But I think Casey wins big. Jason actually called me right before he, he took this trade, and he asked me what I thought. And I mean, honestly, I had to look up who Palmer was. <laughs> um, like, Carson Palmer oh, didn't dude. he retire? That's Gosh, what I that thought. should be a re- that should be a flag there. Oh god, man, that's what I thought when he said Palmer. The first thing I thought was Carson Palmer. I was like, wait, that dude's back. Um, but I told him, I said, I think you need to throw that trade in the trash, man. Like, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's close. It's not even a. It's it's not a fair trade. Um, Godwin is number one. The Buccaneers don't look like the Buccaneers. Um, you know, I think you've got Tom Brady on your team, and you're just hoping that he has a bounce back season. Um, they've got a lot of weapons 
Uh, he's got a lot of pass catchers in that offense. Uh, Palmer, you know, you've got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I just, it, it, I don't Eckler. see, he's not, he's not a viable fantasy starter. True. Um, and then you just got Kareem Hunt, who Jason has ranted about. Right. Every loves year. Kareem Hunt. Always loves Kareem Hunt. He's always talked about, oh man, you know, it doesn't matter if both of them are playing, I can start Kareem Hunt or, I had both of them at the same time, and they're putting up points for me. It's Kareem Hunt, man. Um, and then McLaurin has good upside. I know that Washington doesn't look good, um, but McLaurin has upside. You know, if he starts putting up points, I think that that's a good option to have sitting on your bench just waiting for him to blow up. I agree. I, oh, yeah. I, just, I just, you know, granted, I gave up McLaurin to, to – uh, that's who I gave up. I gave up McLaurin uh, – to, to be able to put Travis Kelsey on my on my keeper. I almost kept McLaurin this year. And I, I like him, but I, I just don't think this this trade was even close. Yeah. So all three of us saying Casey wins that trade. I mean, yep. I guess from Jason's perspective, we let the season play out just to see what happens. Moving into recaps, we had some excitement go down last week. Who'd have thought that one of the ex- most exciting – and we said this last week on the podcast. We think – one of the most exciting exciting games of the week would be against the worst two teams in the league, which was me and you, Brandon. Let's start there. How about yeah, that? man. We didn't pep it up as much as we should have last week, but we had uh, co-manager champ and the champ of last year playing against each other the first time ever uh, to see who would actually win head-to-head against each other. And uh, I don't want to talk about the ending. Uh, so... No, nah, but you won. So how's it feel, Rodney? How does it feel to get? It feels great. What's even better about it is uh, I'm still number one in the waiver order, and I won the game. I thought I would lose that. So it's just a lot of a lot of things clicking good for me right now. Going into this Monday night game, had you told me Clyde only scored three and a half points, no way did I think Devontae would have that big of a day to pull me out of the pit. But I honestly fell asleep after halftime last night. So I woke up to see that I had won. So it was a pretty great wake up, man. It really was. Um, it shouldn't have been that close, but who knew the Jets would score 40 points on Miami? I, I thought that was a great waiver pickup defense to stream this week. Negative five points later, um, they had me sweating out this dub. But, you know, me and you had performance from the top two slots. Can't be really proud of anything else. Of course, you had Justin Tucker, but – um, when our quarterbacks and running backs went off, I was I was baffled, man. I was like, man, we're both going to score big points this week because those were one o'clock games. Yeah, and uh, and one of us is going to have to lose. Little did we know, the rest of our lineups would really simmer down. Dude, just trash. I mean, like uh, Devontae went off, and the crazy thing was, Devontae didn't do it the way he normally would do it. Devontae did it in a way I don't think he's done in quite some time. With bombs, like yeah, literally. Usually he's precise. He gets tons of catches and he gets a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But last night he got three catches for one twenty-four. That's not normal for uh, Adams. Which it's not. I mean, here's the thing: Derek Carr put it on the money both shots, especially that second one. That second one was absolutely a dime. Um, but yeah, I give it to you, man. You, you had a great week. Um, I'm proud of my team. We we did what we could do. I'm disappointed 
like we said last week, uh, I need a running back too. Um, I'm still scouring the nation to find one. So, well, uh, I mean, Michael Carter is definitely not an RB two. You can't count on Tuddy's every week from yep. him. But you know, you play him, and it's a different game. Um, so, uh, where you want to go next, Rodney? Let's uh, go over to the uh, Las Vegas Wolfpack and Prison Mike's Dementors. It definitely wasn't um, a barn burner by any stretch. Um, low scoring games. I feel like Jason's been in a couple of these where he's gotten away. I know certainly when he played me, he scored low points and got away with it. Um, and he, he got away with another one right here. He plays a team that only puts up 77 points. Yeah. And, uh, listen, we knew this would be an issue with, with Jake as far as his running back consistency goes on Najee Harris's level. We've been preaching this all, all year long. You gotta, you gotta get Najee going. Um, he's been a struggle. Um, but one guy that surprises me on this team is James Robinson because since he's traded for him, he's just been a dud after he started the season so hot. So having a guy like Najee and James Robinson really struggle is not going to lead to many big point production days. Uh, but he also had St. Brown, who he, you can't not start him. But I think De- I think Detroit did fantasy owners a disservice um, because when you see him go active for a game, you're expecting – St. Brown's style numbers, and he clearly just was not 100%. Um, that ankle's still an issue, and he comes out and doesn't even score two points. So mm-hmm. you need from the heart of your lineup uh, more than, let me do some quick math here, 10 points, and that's what he netted. So Joe Burrow was a letdown. Baltimore's been gashed by quarterbacks all year long, and Joe Burrow is kind of sub Yeah, point him is nothing impressive. So just all around, Jacob just with a struggle. So um, looking on Jason's side of the ball, he just struggled less. I mean, I guess that's the best way you could put it. Um, And we did talk last week that Jason has less question marks on his team. Um, But with the the addition of Chris Godwin and the shipping away of Kareem Hunt, um, I think it introduces one more question mark to your team in Chris Godwin this year. I mean, I feel like he's – banking on Godwin being the threat that we've we've known him to be last year, you know, to start the season and stuff. Yeah. And we're just not seeing that player yet this year. And I know he's been hurt, but time will tell. Maybe Hopefully he turns around and he's a top-ten guy. But Tyreek Hill, obviously, to us. He's missing his boy. He's missing his boy. hurt over there. And although he looked great last week or the week before last, um, this, this past week against the Jets, you expect him to do great. And it, the quarterback situation just – really showed um, the disparity between um, Bridgewater and Tua. So, I mean, they didn't just get beat. I mean, they got destroyed by the Jets. It wasn't even close. And that's that's not a badge of honor or anything, you know what I mean, like to get beat like that by the Jets. But nonetheless, I mean, it was a pillow fight. Jason's team just sucked a little bit less. Uh, I'm sure he'll take the dub any way he can get them. But that's, that's pretty much my analysis of it. Uh, Mitchell? What you think, man? Yeah, I mean, I I think I think Rodney called it right when you know he said it was just a good pillow fight. Um, <laughs> I like it. You've got you've got two teams that that have you know big potential players that didn't put up big potential points. Um, you know, I know uh, Jason probably feels good about about Tom Brady putting up nineteen. Um, you know, of course, you want to see a little bit more than that, but Brady hasn't looked that great as far as a fantasy point value goes. 
Um, I know he's disappointed in Miles Sanders. Um, you know, Miles has, has looked pretty good all year. Um, you've got Melvin Gordon who, you know, does what he's supposed to do. And, you know, the rest of the position players, nothing. Well, outside of Jeff Wilson, uh, you know, you guys. Yeah, Wilson had a good day. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, uh, you've just got a lot of duds. Um, you know, Mike Williams puts up average numbers for him. Joe Burrow. I don't think it uh, meets expectations against that Baltimore offense. Uh, you know, so the defenses did great. You know, that's you're, that's what you're looking for out of your defense is, you know, I think anything over 10 points is, is positive. Oh, huge, yeah. Oh, massive. And yeah, just ask me. Negative five over here. Come on. Negative five points. Hey. Sorry. Sorry for your Miami defense on that one. Yeah, that was um, rough. You know, so, yeah, I, I think if you're Jason, you, you know, take a deep breath and blow it out and say, all right, we're moving on to next week. You know, got that win and oh, yeah. it wasn't pretty, but we'll take it. Um, and if you're, if you're Jacob, you score 77 points and you can't even be mad that you lost. You know, it, it was just one of those weeks. Yeah, you deserve yeah. it. You know, so. Um, next, we're going to go to Cooking with Lamar and Barclays Brawlers. Uh, Mitchell, man, if you would dissect this one for us. Uh, yeah, so this this one was actually close too. I mean, it was it was a ten point match. Um, man, you've got you've got Patty Mahomes doing Patty Mahomes things, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm, I was lucky to be on the receiving end of that with uh, old Kelsey in my matchup too. Uh, here's here's what intrigues me about this. Um, number one, Saquon looks really good this year. I wasn't bought into Saquon at the beginning of the year. Um, didn't know if I even wanted to think about drafting him. He didn't end up being available. I think somebody traded for him. Yeah, yeah, he was a pre-draft pickup. Yeah, he was a pre-draft. Um, but he up. looks good. But Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. to score 17 points in this matchup uh, with what Taysom Hill did, um, those points were spread out a lot. Um, and so I, I think I think it's I think it's good to see Alvin Kamara scoring – 17 points of course you want to see him in the 20 plus 30 range um i don't know if we're gonna see that anymore um but it's good to see him it's good to see him putting up that value Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, on the other side of the ball dalvin cook uh he, he 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 does what dalvin cook does um you expect those numbers out of him and then, of course, Mark Andrews, I think, probably underperformed there. Um, I think that, you know, you expect Mark, Mark Andrews to have more points than that. Um, but Lamar Jackson, I think that's where this was probably lost. Yeah. Uh, you, you expect Lamar Jackson to, to put up 25-plus points. Mm-hmm. Um, he does that this week. It's a different, it's a different result. Um, so I think that's where the that's where it comes in. Of course, you've got some of these just like these last two matchups we've talked about. You've got positional players in here that just did not have good games. Um, AJ Dillon, Dud, uh, Cortland Sutton, Devontae Smith. They didn't do terrible. Um, I think they probably did what was around projection for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, Christian Kirk, one point. Uh, it just didn't didn't have a lot of hope with with uh, Freer Murph, Freer Murph, I can't even say his last name. Yeah, 
for your mirth. I'll let y'all, you know, I'll let y'all figure that one out. Um, Ramondre Stevenson had a big game. Uh, that I, I think that's that's kind of the in that New England backfield with Harris and Stevenson. That's what we that's what we were talking about at the very beginning of this season. Who is yeah. it? You know, um, I I think that Harris is the better runner, but it's just whoever has the hot hand, whoever they give the ball to, that's who it's going to be. And this week it was Ramon J. Stevenson and uh, uh, Jimmy. You know, he got he got the benefit of that. Um, yeah. You know that that big game from uh, Ramon J. You know, really put him over that threshold to win this match. So it's a close match. Um, you know, cooking with Lamar, old Tim's team didn't do too terrible, um, but it, it wasn't it wasn't good enough to it wasn't good enough to win. Now we're gonna go to your matchup, uh, Mitchell. Sexual uh, feeling and uh, run CMC, uh, man. If you could break it down for us and see what you saw throughout the matchup, and uh, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. the The five or six years that that I've been in this league. Um, it's always been scary to go up against Josh's team. Dude. Um, he's, he's always got good running backs. Uh, the dude does his research. He knows how to draft. Um, he knows who to pick up. It's always scary. So it's like, that's, that's one of the guys that you definitely want to beat. Um, and this week was, you know, it's, it's a heartbreaker. You want to win it. Um, but I, I'm not too upset. I think, um, if, if I'm looking at my team and just kind of looking at what was more disappointing, I think it's Aaron Jones. Um, you know, mm-hmm. T Higgins, T Higgins doesn't put up any points this week. He's dealing with an injury. Um, I'm not so upset about that, but what are they doing in green Bay? You know, uh, when they use Aaron Jones heavily, he puts up good points and they win football games. Um, but they've, you know, they've got this thing going on with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. You know, I'm not really sure who's getting a percentage of those snaps or carries or whatever. Um, but when Aaron Jones does well, the Packers do well. That offense runs through Aaron Jones. And to see him put up eight points, um, especially against the Giants, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. And so it's like that's the one spot that I'm like, man. And, and I talked earlier about, you know, m- making a boneheaded move and not putting Tyler Lockett in my flex spot. Um, but I think that's what lost it for me is the uh, not putting Lockett in and then just Aaron Jones underperforming. Uh, Aaron Jones can put up 25 points, you know, not easily, but he can do it, you know, and to only put up eight is, is pretty frustrating. There wasn't anybody on on Josh's team that that went crazy. Um, his team was just consistent. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, Dustin Jefferson, you know, he puts up eighteen, which is which is more than what they're projected to do. Damian Pierce has a good week, but other than that, it's just average, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I do, mean, Carlson went absolutely off. Yeah. But, yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, which at the end of the day. A kicker is a kicker. You can, if unless, unless you have Justin Tucker on your team, a kicker is a kicker. You know, you just hope that that they put up some points and help your case a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a tough loss. I put up ninety five points. I'm not. I'm not upset about that. 
Um, I do have some some positive things on my team that I'm looking at. Uh, Brees Hall is doing what we hoped that he would do as a rookie running back. Uh, Stephon Diggs is, is putting up big games. Kelsey is not disappointing at all. Um, and then uh, on my bench, I've got two wide receivers that um, are, are finally looking good. Tyler Lockett. I'm going to tell you something. This Seahawks team is starting to look good on offense. Their defense is garbage. But Geno Smith is starting to look good. Um, I don't know what the absence of Rashad Penny is going to do for them. Uh, I think that they'll just plug in Walker and it'll, you know, it'll, it'll be pretty much the same. But I feel really good about Tyler Lockett's value and DK Metcalf's mm-hmm. value um, as, as pass catchers. Uh, Tyler Lockett, I think, for me, is moving forward, is going to be an automatic plug into that flex spot. Um, so I'm happy about that. And then Jacoby Myers. Uh, I think I told uh, Rodney, I think I told you and a couple of other people after the draft that Jacoby Myers was actually on my list of people to get. And the way that the draft shook out, nobody ended up getting him. Uh, I had to change my plan, had to go a different direction. Nobody picked him up. And I was like, I can't believe Jacoby Myers is still on the board. And uh, I ended up picking him up. And, you know, I think he dealt with some injuries the past couple of weeks. Um, But when Jacoby Myers plays, he gets points. Um, So that's exciting for me to have. So even though I lost this week, I still got some positive things to look at. Of course, Rashad Penny is going to be going to waivers, and I'm gonna pick up somebody else. But um, you know, that's that's the only that's the only thing about this week is I wish Aaron Jones would have been able to do a little bit more, um, and I wish I would have plugged Lockett in. But um, you know, Josh had a consistent week, uh, good week for him, and uh, we'll just chalk it off as a loss and and move on to the next one. Now we're going to go to the last game of the week uh, for the recap is Red Solo Cup and Saban's interns. I'll start it off. Man, Saban's interns, I'm telling you, he he don't even probably look at his lineup throughout the week. And the last three weeks, he's just been knocking people off left and right. Um, he he got he got you, Mitchell. He in, did. In a couple weeks back. Yep. He got me the following week. Um, mm-hmm. Then he went and took out the undefeated, the last undefeated team in our in our fantasy team. I mean, in yes, our, our league. So I mean, absolutely ridiculous. But dude, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, is running for his flipping life. I swear. Mm-hmm. Like the dude, the past two weeks has been an absolute stud. Like there's no question about it. He hasn't looked this good his whole career. Dude, yeah. he hasn't looked – you're right. He hasn't looked this good ever. I think sometimes you're probably like, trade him now, trade him now. But, um, no, but, uh, dude, he, he's looked great the past two weeks. Um, they just need to keep giving the guy the rock. It seems like good things are happening. I mean, they mm-hmm. played a really good game. They were 0-3 before last week when they beat Denver as a team. So, I mean, just keep giving them the rock. They played really well last night to win. It's just they didn't – come out with the W, but, but dude, his team from top to bottom has been great. Uh, Dallas Cowboys defense past couple weeks, they've been solid. I won him the game hands down. Yep. So, um, so yeah, um, I like, I mean, Saban's interns really shocked the world. And then on the other side, Russell Wilson, I mean, 
Should I say more? I mean, he's well, I traded the man. I mean, this this is just insane production. You didn't expect it to happen, man. Um, Russell Wilson scoring less than ten points multiple times this year. Yeah, is is unreal. Like I don't know what's going on. You think they would have turned it around with the Las Vegas game, but comes back and scores only nine points, and then he's got a healthy receiving core. Like what's going on, man? Yep, absolutely. And <laughs> and like I think um, this past week. Um, a guy won a million dollars in that game, and they didn't even have Russell Wilson or anybody in the lineup. They had both the kickers on the Broncos and Indianapolis game, both the defenses, and Alan Pierce as the captain and somebody else, and they won like almost a quarter of a million dollars. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's just telling you something. They, both teams didn't play really well on Thursday night. Um, but, dude um, – I mean, his guys that you'd normally see show up, Nick Chubb, Cooper Cup, they did what they normally would do on a week. Um, but the rest of his team just didn't show up. So so um, we're going to move into a little bit different of a segment real quick um, before we move on to projections. Uh, it's a new one we got for you guys. Uh, we're just going to call it Hot or Cold. And what we're going to do is all three of us are going to say one key player that we have uh, – selected from each team and determine if they stay hot or cold. So that said, we're just going to rattle off names down the list. Let's start with my team. I'm interested to see uh, the from my team. I'll start out with uh, my selection and I'm going to do Michael Pittman. So he's been interesting this year to say the least. He comes out hot in week one and I had multiple offers for him. I mean, it looks like, man, this guy's going to get a lot of targets. And Matt Ryan looked really good throwing on the football. And since then, it has – I mean, the targets have been there, uh, but it has not been great for a standard wide receiver who you was a fringe keeper mm-hmm. and you expected to be like a wide receiver one, uh, at worst a two for you. And um, it just hasn't been the case. He's been very cold. Um, and I, I – I'm a fan. Obviously, he's on my team. I need to be a fan. But there's just nothing on that offense that I see that's going to get hot anytime soon. I think he stays cold, unfortunately. I hope that I'm wrong. What do you think, Brandon? Uh, I'm right there with you. I had him down uh, on there as well, Pittman Jr. Um, So, yeah, I think – I really think he stays cold. It might be due to the fact that they can't find a run game right now with JT, but – um, but I do think I do think they stay. He stays cold in particular. Um, it's just I don't the like you said the targets are there. It's just he's not finding the end zone. If he found the end zone on a couple of these games, he would have been pretty decent. But um, you're not looking for decent, especially with his ADP where it was. Um, especially when we were drafting after like drafting round starting in round four. So yeah, uh, yeah. Mitchell, what you, who who did you have? Yeah, I, I think you're right about Pittman. Um, I don't see anything positive coming from the Colts. That offensive line is is bad, and it, it's it's tough for Matt Ryan because he hasn't had a good offensive line in years. But he just he doesn't have time to do anything with the ball. So I think you're right about Michael Pittman. I think he stays cold. I actually picked uh, the the guy who you named your team after, uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, okay, a good week this week, and I think I think he stays hot. Um, I think you're fixing to see the Raiders um, 
I think you're fixing to see the Raiders really get into a groove. Derek Carr is a great quarterback. Um, I think he's probably one of the most underrated. Um, yeah. He's a great passer. Uh, he sees the field really well. Uh, he's got some good weapons on that team, especially with Josh Jacobs running the ball the way that he is. Uh, I don't think Darren Waller played at all this week. Am I right about that? Uh, uh, he was hurt. He got injured he was after close. six plays. After uh, six plays, he got injured. Yeah, I think that uh, once he's back and healthy, I think they're going to look good. I think Adams. I think Adams is going to turn into the Devontae Adams that you hoped that he would be. Mm, that's what. Yeah. That's what I'm loving. I want to hear that all day long, man. Just I heard. Up. I heard somebody say last week that Devontae is not a keeper. Um, hopefully, this shuts some. You know, shed some light <laughs> on him possibly, possibly being a keeper. So, well, before. Yeah. The- for this week, you ha- almost have to agree with that statement. You do, you do. Um, I mean, but it just—it was what it was. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, um, let's go run CMC. Um, uh, run CMC. I had um, I had two guys that I was looking at, but I'm gonna go with this one. Um, Joe Mixon. Um, I I. I don't know where the the light's going to come at the end of the tunnel because, I mean, um, other than that huge run that uh, Kenneth Walker had Sunday, I mean, they were – it wasn't, like, ridiculous on the ground. Uh, New Orleans let up. Uh, and Mixon's been subpar all year. I mean, he hasn't had an outstanding game that you're normally accustomed to seeing uh, Joe Mixon put up. Uh, but mm-hmm. I do – I. I like the player. I just don't know if he – there's something missing um, on that offensive line with that team. I just don't know if it continues. But I will say this. He's got some pretty good matchups coming up. He's got New Orleans, Atlanta, Cleveland, and Carolina. So, if he if if he's going to heat up, it's going to be now. So, I actually went a different direction. Stayed in the running back category. I'm noticing a guy on he's – on he's only on his bench this week because he's on a bye, but uh, Damian Pierce has been hot the last three weeks. Yeah. And I'm punching myself uh, because I had a chance to trade for this guy after week two, and I definitely should have pulled the trigger on it because he looks like he's going to be good for a long time. Um, I don't think he has any slowdown in him, especially coming off this bye. You got Las Vegas and Tennessee – He's going to stay hot. This is going to be a great running back for Josh's team, which is going to put us on notice. we got to watch out, man, because Joe Mixon's still Joe Mixon. Um, I think he, just by name alone, he's going to get it together. Uh, but to have him, Christian McCaffrey, and Damian Pierce uh, on one team, I mean, that's just so many weapons when you got Josh, you know, Justin Jefferson and Mike Evans as your wide receivers. So he can be super dangerous, guys, and even in the offseason. He's going to do what Josh normally does. He's going to have a, a lot of good players and be able to trade things around for a lot of draft capital. Uh, but Damian Pierce stays hot, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I actually went with – we've already talked about this, but I chose DK Metcalf. Oh, I had DK as my second. The past three weeks, he's, he's had over 10 points uh, each week. Uh, he's got two touchdowns over that span. Geno's looking good. Uh, that's, that Seahawks offense is looking good. Even though they're giving up a lot of points, 
they're they're getting a lot of points too. Um, so I think DK Metcalf stays hot. Uh, you may even see him have um, you know some some higher point games, but I think that that ten to twelve point range, I think that's going to end up being about his average. Um, and I think you'll see him with some games up in the the fifteen plus range too. So DK Metcalf stays hot on that team. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Where do you, where are we going next, Rodney? Go over to Mitchell's team. All right, let's do it. And uh, we'll let you start this one off, Mitchell. Uh, yeah. So for my team, I'm I'm going with Jacoby Myers. Um, Jacoby uh, had a great week this week. Um, the previous two weeks, he was out with injury. Um, before that, he had nine points, six points. I think he gets hot. I think Jacoby Myers gets hot. If he can stay healthy, um, I think he is going to uh, – he could potentially turn into one of my top wide receivers. And that's that's big to say with T. Higgins and Stephon Diggs, uh, especially with Lockett there. But I think J- Jacoby Myers stays hot um, with uh, uh, that New England offense. I'm hoping for it. I'm praying for it. Um, if I can use them, that's great. If I can use them for some trade value, that's great too. Um, but as, like I said earlier, you, you put him on the field, he gets yards, um, and he puts up points. So I think he stays pretty hot. Nice. Brandon? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs. Does he stay hot? Mm. The reason why I say that is because in previous years, Stefan Diggs have, has been a stud, an absolute stud, catching and getting the ball. He hasn't been phenomenal every year, uh, very consistently anyways, getting touchdowns. He's been great getting yards, but over the years, he hasn't been phenomenal getting touchdowns. Most of his touchdowns last year came at the very end of the year, not at the beginning, because we had him last year. Um, uh, But I will say this. I do actually think he stays hot. One interesting matchup is going to be in week nine, though, against Sauce Gardner. Um, the new um, rookie corner, he's been shutting down some people lately and uh, putting some some wide receivers on notice on that one. Uh, but I do think he just stays hot. He's got too good of a quarterback to slow down. Um, as long as he can stay healthy, um, he's cramped past couple weeks. And then last week, uh, I think he, he, he balled out last week. I don't think he had any injuries or anything. But as long as he can stay healthy, I think he stays hot. What about you, Rodney? I'm going to go to Mr. Brees Hall. Ooh. Um, and we talked about him a little bit, so I'll be brief with this. But the guy has woken up, especially with Zach Wilson under center. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's been a gravy defense. But um, what they did to Miami was very impressive because they've been decent this year. And uh, they ran all over Miami. Between him and Michael Carter is impressive. Uh, but Brees Hall, looking at his running back strength of schedule, it's middle of the pack. I mean, it's not the best, not the worst. Um, but he's proven in this past week he can take middle of the pack teams and, and really shine. So I don't see any reason for him to be slowing down. I think he's really starting to step into his um, his element. He's going to be really good up in Buffalo in week nine. Um I think they shut down just about most, save J.K. Dobbins and that anomaly performance against Buffalo two weeks ago. Um, I think that's going to be his toughest challenge. But 
I mean, you got three weeks until that point where he's going to get great points. And uh, I think the the deciding factor is going to be how consistent Zach Wilson can be um, making sure the run gets the respect that it deserves or the pass gets the respect it deserves so they're not stacking boxes. Yep. Um, but, dude, I love Brees Hall. Uh, I think he stays hot. Yeah, I received that, man. Come on. <laughs> yep, you got so, it, man. so uh, Mitchell, where do you want to go now? Oh, man, let's go to uh... – Let's go to the Vegas Wolf Pack. All right. You you start us off. Vegas Wolf Pack. So this is a this is an interesting one. So I've got Miles Sanders. Uh man, Miles Sanders has always been kind of questionable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he's had a good season so far. Um he started off hot. He's had some average weeks. He's had some big weeks, especially uh week four against Jacksonville. Didn't do so good against Arizona. Um, I think Miles Sanders goes cold. Um, and it's tough to say just because that Philadelphia team looks so good from top to bottom. Um, and I think that my decision on this is more so along the lines that I don't think that Philadelphia can keep up with this pace. Um, they look good. I think they're are they they're five and zero, right? Are they? Yeah, they're the only undefeated left. So I don't think that they can keep up that pace. Um, I think Miles Sanders goes cold with that. Uh, he's always been a very streaky player. Um, he's had some surprises this this year that that's kind of made you turn your head and say, "Okay, what do you what are you doing there, Miles Sanders? You look good." Um, but I I think that he's going to fall off. I think he's going to go cold, and I think that I think that it's going to be frustrating for. Jason to have Miles Sanders on his team, whether or not he needs to start him or sit him every week. Yeah, I I hear you. Yeah, we had him last year. The biggest thing is this year is that in just five games, he has three touchdowns, whereas all of last year he didn't have one. Yep. And um, he, he he's definitely upticked from last year for sure. Uh, Rodney, I'm going to let you go next, and then I'll go last. Okay, so this is going to seem sort of weird, uh, after I just kind of trashed him. But uh, looking at the team, an interesting player that needs to step up, especially after this trade he made, is Chris Godwin. So that's the player I picked on Jason's team. And looking at his immediate schedule, um, he plays Pittsburgh, Carolina, and Baltimore the next three weeks. Defensively, those are saucy matchups for any offensive player. Um I'm going to say at least for the next three weeks because it's hot or cold. It's like, are they going to get hot or, or, or go cold? I'm going to say the next three weeks he gets hot. So by the end of the three weeks stretch before he plays the Rams, like I'm thinking Jason's going to think he won this trade, like absolutely killed it. But then I think he cools back off after that. All right. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, I tried to pluck him away from uh, Jason last week. He wouldn't budge. Um, I even said I'd give him Chase, uh, Jamar Chase for him. He said no. I'm totally joking, guys. Totally joking. I did not put Chase in that equation. Uh, but uh, does he stay <laughs> hot? Um, I, I, you know, actually, I think he does, um, just because of the 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 teams he's coming up to play. Um, he's got Atlanta, KC, which you you can tell what Jacobs did against KC and the Rams. Uh, I mean, 
he's got big play potential, which makes him interesting. That's why I think he's going to actually do good against the Rams too. Cause I mean, you saw what uh, Tony Pollard did uh, just in one burst of a 50, I think 54 yard touchdown. Uh, but yeah, he's got some juice, which I think he'll stay hot for a little bit. Um, he may cool back down depending on if uh, Elijah Mitchell comes back into the fold. But uh, for right now, I do like uh, Wilson Jr. to actually stay hot. So, um, so I like that. Um, I think he'll keep on cruising. Like it. All right. So next up, we're gonna go to uh, Prison Mike Dementors. Um, so I'm, I'll start off. I'll start off with it. Um, I think we're all thinking it. Um, I'm gonna do Pitts. Um, dude. Um, I know he didn't play last week, but dude. Um, you would think, um, a top, a, a third round draft pick, uh, I mean, fourth round draft pick, our first round or second round, um, he got picked this year and he hasn't, uh, showed up. Oh, wait. He's not on that team. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah. On the bench. Yeah, yeah. I thought I had it right. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just I think he stays cold. I don't think they got something figured out for the guy. They're not scheming for him well. It's something this year that's kind of iffy. He had a thousand yards receiving last year, but he did have Matt Ryan. Um, which makes it interesting why Matt Ryan ain't doing really well with Michael Pittman. But um but yeah, I I just think he stays cold. I think he's he he's he's under a lot of other tight ends this year, which is a very shock, very shocking. Um, he hasn't performed at all, so I'm gonna go Pitts, and he stays cold. So let me let Mitchell take this one. I'll go last. Okay. Uh, yeah. So for this team, I've got Amari Cooper. Um, Amari Cooper has been the essential boom or bust player this year. Um, He's had three great weeks and he's had two very bad weeks. Um, But overall, I think he looks pretty good. Uh, I think that Amari Cooper goes cold. Um, Looking at his matchups, you've got Baltimore on week seven. Uh, He may have a good week, um, but over the next five, you've got uh, New England, Cincinnati, a bye week, Miami, and then Buffalo. Uh, it's pretty tough, especially those last two. Um, I think that Amari Cooper is going to go cold within that stretch. Um, if he if he stays hot, um, you know, good for him, good for that that Cleveland team. Um, I just don't I don't see him putting up. Uh, I just don't see him putting up big numbers throughout that stretch. And I'm going to go James Robinson. So he he trades for the guy expecting what James Robinson came in and, you know, the first couple of weeks of the year doing. He had a great three-week start there. And you're thinking, what the heck, man? We thought it was going to be Travis Etienne's show. And then he hits a, a brick wall against Philly, which has been the case for most teams. And then you really expect him to do well against Houston, and he just comes out super flat and it's obvious with the carries they're going more towards a, an even split but James Robinson and, and Travis Etienne have the easiest 
running back strength of schedule of any other team in football. So I think James Robinson is going to heat back up. I really do. I Now, relative to a split backfield, like I don't, I don't know that they're going to be workhorse in either one of those guys. But relative to being a guy that's going to get 10 to 13 touches a game, um, depending on game script and stuff, um, I think he's going to heat up on that level. So I think James Robinson, he's this two two point nine three point nine business. That's that's a fluke. He's good enough to be giving you pretty decent RB two numbers every week. So I think you're going to be you're going to be jumping him back up into double digit. Maybe I would temper it down to like ten to fourteen points a week. I think would be a good a good balance for him. But he can break off chunky plays. So you might see spikes, but definitely think he heats up. Yep. Um, so from then, uh, I think we'll go to, uh, Barkley's Brawlers. Uh, Metro starts out. Barkley's Brawlers. Um, I've got Saquon Barkley here. Um, man, he has looked good. Uh, not only from a fantasy perspective, but you watch him run the ball and he looks like, he looks like Saquon Barkley rookie year. You know, he just, he's running the ball well. Um, he is, they showed a clip, uh, again, uh, this week. Who did they play this week? The Giants played Green Bay. Played Green Bay. They showed a a clip of the way that he was running last year and how he's just being very hesitant, how he wasn't, uh, you know, running downhill and how that's a different look than from this year, uh, and how he's actually, uh, just plowing through the line and he just looks really good. I think Barkley stays hot. Um, I wasn't bought into him at the beginning of the year. Um, I wish I would have been. Uh, maybe I could have uh, made a trade to get him instead of somebody else. But the man looks good, and I don't think that's going to change at all. Uh, it, it doesn't matter who he's going up against. I think he's going to be able to run the ball, and he's going to run it efficiently, and he's going to put up big fantasy points. Yeah. I mean, who else are they going to hand the ball to? Right. Um, yeah, I like him. Um, I, I'm actually going with James Conner. Um, he mm. was he was actually a keeper last year, uh, rightfully so. I mean, he was a stud last year, getting touchdowns left, right, up and down. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, but this year he just hasn't performed, uh, which has been a shocker. Um, he's played uh, pretty good, decent matchups that you would think he would actually do really well in, but he, uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, he might have a few more pounds on him that we don't, we don't know about, but, uh, uh, I just don't know. I don't know what's, uh, causing him to slow down this year. Um, they've had red zone looks. Um, he just hasn't been able to punch them in. Um, and it looks like every week he goes further and further down with, uh, receptions and targets in the, in the past game, I know this week he got hurt, but uh, Benjamin actually looks nicer in the backfield than Connor, which is interesting. So I would say Connor, and, you know, I would hope that he got hot. He's got Seattle, which, you know, you saw what Taysom Hill did and um, and um, Kamara did last week. So you'd hope he'd start to heat up a little bit, but I'm just not sure I can say it. He's more consistent being cold than he is hot right now. So I think I'm going to stick with the trend. I think he stays cold. I'm going to go Ramondre Stevenson. 
a lot to do with Damian Harris's absence. And if he goes on IR, either way, IR is a minimum four-week stay, but he could he could miss. It's definitely looking like he's going to miss at least three games from what they're saying. Uh, but with the schedule up until the bye, it looks really good Dude. for Ramondre Stevenson. He looks – it's very saucy matchups. It's great. I mean, you got Cleveland, Chicago, New York, and then – Indy so gets yeah. the run, but then you got a bye week, and then you come out and play the Jets again. So, uh, the sky's the limit for this guy. I think he gets super hot. I hope it doesn't start this week uh, because I'm playing the man. Um, but Ramondre Stevens is going to be a force to be reckoned with in at least four out of the next five weeks. I like it. I like that call. Yep, I do too. Um, then let, let's go to um, Saban's interns. Um what do you see, Rodney? Who you, who you like? I'm going to call out Josh Jacobs right here. Uh, we have talked about him. He is the um, he's the game changer for Austin right now. We expected Derrick Henry to be Derrick Henry, uh, but Josh Jacobs was the question mark. And since he's turned it on, man, uh, his team looks really good. And I mean, obviously, he's going to be super. He's going to be ice cold this week because he's on a bye. Uh, hopefully, that doesn't cool him off. The guy's running, like Casey said in the, in the group thread, he's running to get paid. That guy, he's in a contract year, and he's he's out to prove something. Yeah. So, um, I don't see him slowing down unless an injury stops him. But he's got a pretty decent running back schedule down the stretch. Yeah. Um, I would love to have him on my playoff team um, if I'm somebody in the playoffs. Uh, Josh Jacobs is going to be great rest of season. Um, I think the, the only thing that can – set him back outside of an injury. It's just that Vegas football team, man. Um, yes, Derek Carr's good. They've been several times this year. Um, as long as they can get that offense clicking uh, and keep the keep them in the run, going, yeah. so as long as the game alive, uh, like jumping out to big leads like he did last night and just giving him the chance to play all game long is going to be the, the telltale. But Josh Jacobs stays hot, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, what, do you, what do you think, Mitchell? So I'm going to go with Hollywood Brown mm. and uh, Hollywood Brown has looked phenomenal this year. Uh, he's getting a lot of targets, a lot of receptions. Good gracious. He is putting up big man points and you've got Deandre Hopkins coming back. Not this week, but I believe next week. Yep. Week seven. Yep. I'm ready. Um, I actually think that that's going to work out in Hollywood Brown's favor. Um, I think Hollywood Brown stays hot um, simply because all of the attention isn't going to be on him. Mm-hmm. It's going to it's going to free him up to to move around a little bit more. You've got a, a bigger threat uh, on the field in DeAndre Hopkins. Um, they may not be double teaming DeAndre Hopkins, uh, but he's something else for that defense to think about. Uh, I think that's going to open it up for Hollywood Brown to have bigger weeks. Uh, over the next five weeks, it is a pretty easy schedule as far as defenses go for this for this offense. Um, and I see Hollywood Brown taking great advantage of that. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. When you got guys like Zach Ertz, Hollywood Brown, and DeAndre all on one team, I don't know if you can double team anybody. Um, <laughs> So it kind of makes it pretty difficult. Um, But I went with, which is surprising, I went with the Cowboys defense. Come on now. 
So, dude, last year they were pretty solid. This year, they're I mean, dude, they're pretty solid as well. I mean, I would even put them out this week against Philly. I mean, the way they're rolling right now, I mean, they've the most points they've let up all year is 19. And if your defense is doing that, you got a good shot in every week. But man, they've they've had sacks, they've had fumble recoveries, interceptions. They've done really well. I will say this. If they go cold, they will get hot back really quick um, after Philly. They got Detroit, and then they got Chicago. Mm-hmm. Which I think they – dude, them are probably at least 10-plus uh, the next two weeks after Philly because that Philly game is going to be a really nice game to watch, I think, uh, for everybody, um, which is a change of pace for the NFC least. Um, it's been the past few years. Um, but – um but yeah, it's gonna be. I I think they stay hot. They might dip next week just because of the matchup. But the next two matchups after that, they're gonna. I think they'll continue their hot streak. They've they've got a really favorable schedule really throughout the season too. Yeah, uh, it it's it's looking very good for that defense. Um, and uh, then from there, let's go X marks the spot. Uh, where you at, uh, Mitchell, on that one? Um, I X marks the spot. I've got Jamar Chase. Mm. Um, I was watching the uh, I was watching them play this week and just noticing like how they were using him and they were using him on a lot of those quick outs. Um, you know, quick throws to the sideline, see what he can get. Uh, and I like that. I like that they're using him for that. Um, you've got T Higgins in that offense. Um, you know, for the long ball, even uh, Tyler Boyd in the slot, I believe. Hayden Hurst looks starting to find a really good. And, uh, you know, it's kind of looking at it from a Joe Mixon perspective. It's a little, uh, a little disappointing, I think, just because they really haven't been able to establish that run game like they want to. But I think that's kind of been the story for Joe Mixon's career. You know, Um, he really hasn't been one of those top running backs. And it's just that running game never really gets established that well in that offense. And I think that's gonna I think that's gonna bout well for Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase gets really hot. Um, I know he hasn't had the season that we really hoped that he would. Yeah, um, for sure. But I, I think we're fixing to see that turnaround. I think I think Jamar Chase gets really hot and we see him put up big points. Yeah, I will go next. Um one guy that's really disappointed me this year. Um, it's been DJ Moore. Um the past three seasons, he's been a thousand yards receiver, um, over eleven hundred yards each of the past three seasons, um, with four touchdowns. That's what was, that was his floor. And I was like, Well, if he can match his floor, I'll be fine. But he hadn't come close to that yet with uh Mr. Uh Baker Mayfield. Um it, it's been it's been pretty pretty bad to watch actually um he has gotten a little bit of uptick in the past couple of weeks but dude i hope it turns around for the sake of my team because it would be a great you know flex play or even a wide receiver two play on weeks i gotta work around buys but right now he's he's looking bench worthy so um but i think i hope he turns around for my team but i think he actually stays cold unless this week he don't have mayfield so he might turn it around this week um, but, uh, but yeah, I think he stays cold. So unfortunately, what you got, Ronnie? Yeah, man. Echo, uh, DJ snore. I mean, DJ Moore is going to be, <laughs> um, 
He's going to be staying cold the rest of the year. Unfortunately for that guy, he has um, the third hardest wide receiver schedule rest of year. So I don't see it turning around with their quarterback situation. That's not the guy I had picked, though. I'm just throwing a little uh, support your way for that call. Um, I've actually picked Austin Eckler, who I partially feel responsible for you still having him on your team because when you were shopping him so hardcore two weeks ago, I was one telling you to hold on to him. And this guy has just came up big for you the last two weeks, man. He yeah. really has. Um, he has, the way Fantasy Pros does it, um, five stars is the easiest schedule left. He's got a four-star schedule left for running backs down the rest of the season. Um, and great saucy matchup against uh, Seattle week seven coming up pretty quick. Um, anything can happen against Denver, man. They're They're just so – so much going on in Denver, man. They could steamroll Denver. So, I think he's mad. I mean, I'd say matchup proof. I don't even think it's a it's a question week to week that you're starting this guy. It's like just set it and forget it every single week. Austin Eckler in two weeks has completely changed everybody's mind about him and vaulted back up into the top five. That's all it took was two weeks to get back up into the top five in the running back ranking. So, he stays yeah. hot and he is – he is your stallion for the rest of the season, man. Ride him until the legs break down, man. Well, I hope they don't. I hope they continue running. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, lastly, which um, is going to be um, cooking with Lamar, um, I think a lot of us might do the same thing if he stays hot or cold. But I'm, I'm going to go with JT. Um. He's been disappointing this year, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he had a great week one, but that was against Houston. Everybody's had a great week against Houston, um, except for James Robinson. And uh, so other than that, like it's been hit or miss um, with him the past few weeks. I mean, he had 20 carries against Tennessee and only got 42 yards. Um it's, it's, it's disappointing. I don't know if it's a regression or is it really that offensive line is just that bad. They got that bad from one year to the next. Um, but um, I hope he warms it up just for the sake of uh, cooking with Lamar's team just because he's, he's, he's really talented. Uh, but, um, I mean, he's got decent matchups coming up. But, again, he's got Tennessee in, two week, in three weeks. So, I'm just not sure. Um, he's got a decent matchup against Denver because, I mean, if he comes back and plays this week, uh, but it just it seems to – it says they're encouraged that he'll return uh, in week six, uh, for week six. So he'll probably sit out this week, but he plays Jacksonville the next. So I'm not sure, but he's more of a disappointment than a hot or cold probably because I can't really gauge it because he's not playing. But um, you're, looking, yeah. you're looking at it – you're looking at it uh, – one week off. He didn't play Denver. This oh, yeah, week yeah. He'll be back this week. Yeah. So, um, so Jacksonville. So he's got a chance to wake something up. Um, but, uh, he might just stay cold. He might wake up, like, do spurt games, but he, he might just stay cold. So I had Jonathan Taylor on my list, too. I think it's the obvious piece that's, that's necessary for Tim's team long-term, even though he's got Kenneth Walker coming. Like, imagine JT coming to life. 
with the Cook. Dalvin Cook yeah. and a Kenneth Walker. Like oh, that God. team would be nasty. Uh, but it's it's a different team than it was last year, you know. Um his schedule's not getting any easier short term. Uh, he's got a great playoff schedule. If if Tim can be playoff relevant and um make it into the uh Oh yeah, he's got Houston week eighteen. Holy cow. Yeah. He can get to the dance. Um, JT could be a league winner for him, but there's just so many question marks. I was such a big believer in Matt Ryan going to Indy, so I hope it's the O line and not Matt Ryan. But there's just because it's JT. I mean, you want to believe he's going to get hot. Yeah. Just that name, that name alone. Yeah, he can. Turn, he's like an Austin Eckler. Man, he can just turn it on at any moment. So I'm gonna make a bold prediction here. And I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor, he heats up and turns into the man that we thought he could be, that every, that everyone came into this season knowing he would be. I think Jonathan Taylor heats up. Got it. Mitchell, what you got, man? So I'm going to go against the grain of JT, and I'm going to pick the human joystick himself, Isaiah McKenzie. Okay. It's it's down at the bottom, and the thing about this is, is it's not a guy that I think Tim is even considering putting in a starting lineup at this point, um, but I think over the next couple of weeks, especially with the wide receiver help that he needs, um, he's, his wide receivers aren't that strong, um, I see Isaiah McKenzie actually heating up over the next couple of weeks. Um, I like the way that they use him. Um, they use him a lot of uh, out of a you know out of the backfield a lot almost that uh, that spiller type of role um, even though he's not a running back uh, he's he's got running back capabilities uh, he can catch he can run um, and they've got a very favorable matchup <clears throat> um, coming up and uh, I see him heating up for sure and especially with the way that um, that, that Buffalo really isn't able to establish a ground game with Devin Singletary. Um, you almost have to have those, those passes coming out of the backfield um, to at least keep that defense honest. And I like the way that they use him for that. Uh, I see him becoming a viable option to be a starter for Tim uh, over the next several weeks. Okay. Just got some wide receivers that aren't really doing a whole lot. Uh, and I think I think he'll be a good option. I think Isaiah McKenzie gets hot. Okay, very nice. So we missed one team, Brandon. We got oh, go to go Casey. Red oh, Casey team. Uh, Red Solo Cup. Okay. Um, mine for uh for mine, I had Nick Chubb. Um, does he really stay hot? Um, I mean, the way he's running lately, you wouldn't think of any reason why he wouldn't stay hot. But uh, but um. Uh, I, th- I actually think he stays hot. <laughs> like, I mean. <laughs> I really thought you were about to, to, to go the opposite direction there, man. Nah, I mean, he does. he's not giving me any reason why he wouldn't stay hot, um, even though he's had kind of a pretty decent, easy schedule for the past five weeks. But uh, New England, if there's one team that can slow him down, it's New England just because you know how Bill Belichick does. He takes away your number one tar- number one option. And he makes the rest of the guys beat him, so he might have a dip this week. But um, but dude, the guy's averaging over a hundred yards a game. I mean, it's it's 
absolutely ridiculous for right now. And he's got seven touchdowns on the year. I mean, he might he might uh, uh, hit eclipse 20 pretty easily this year in touchdowns. So, um, if he stays healthy. So, I think he stays hot. He's got a pretty favorable matchup down the stretch. Um, I mean, he's got Baltimore. Washington. Baltimore's actually been – they've been top ten against the run this year, though, surprisingly. Oh, wow. Uh, looking at looking at Nick Chubb's strength of schedule, it's actually the second worst remaining strength of schedule in the in the league. Oh, wow. Still think he's matchup proof, though, either way. But he's got, he's got a, a really tough schedule um, on paper for what it's worth. But he's, he's, he's blown through some tough teams already this year. It hasn't been a problem. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go George Kittle for Casey's team. George Brittle. Yeah, George Brittle. Uh, had him on my team for all of two seconds. Um, I I think what you see is what you get with George Kittle. Um, he does have two um, really tough matchups coming up for tight ends. Like L.A. and Casey do not give up many tight end points at all. Atlanta is very suspect against tight ends. So I think he can actually come out, have a really good week against Atlanta, and it's going to look great. And then all of a sudden he's back to earth again, all the way up to the bye week. So I think he stays cold with the exception of Atlanta. Um, It honestly wouldn't surprise me if he put up a tutty against Atlanta. But um, Kittle's just not the guy. I don't know if the offense has changed that much. I mean, it's still Jimmy G. Um, but he's just not that top three tight end that he he was a drafted to be, but b like that we've seen in years past from George Kittle. Like they're using him more uh, as a conventional blocker. I mean, he's not getting robust target shares. Um, you got to start him if he's your tight end, right? I mean, it's George Kittle. His name's going to get him a starting spot, but I just I just don't see it turning around for him. Mm, bold. Mm. Yeah, I I think I for for Red Solo Cup I'm going to go Russell Wilson and I mm. I don't I don't see it getting any better. Um the offense has looked bad. I mean we we know Russell Wilson's good. Um he's a dynamic quarterback. But it's it's always different when you get into a new system with new players. Mm-hmm. Um and he, it just hasn't looked good for him. I don't see it getting any better for Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Mm. Um, the, the saving grace for the Broncos, their, their, their defense isn't bad. It's not the same that it used to be, but their defense actually isn't giving up much points. So it's, it's allowing you know Russell Wilson to, to be on the field a little bit more to try to create and try to give them opportunities to win. But I just – I think that offense really doesn't – it just doesn't click. And uh, it's it's going to be tough for them to find a groove. It's going to be tough for them to um, to put up points. It's it's just going to be – it's going to be a hard stretch for Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson stays cold. Got it. Ronnie, bring us into the last segment, man. Going into projections, guys got an exciting week coming up um i love the way the schedule has been breaking down because it's it's pitting top teams against top teams and keeping the field from uh from really a whole lot of separation so 
Um, I'm going to start with my game versus Jimmy. Um, Jimmy's still got two guys that aren't even put in his lineup yet. we got waivers that are coming up. We're, you know, we're obviously recording this on a Tuesday, so we'll see how that shakes out. But um, I'm hurting this week, guys, because I'm, I'm missing Devontae Adams, who's a, a cog in my wide receiver lineup. And um, that's going to really hurt me because of the struggles with Michael Pittman. Um, Clyde Edwards-Elaire is going up against Buffalo, so yeah. that also hurts. So just like matchup-wise, he, he's got the toughest matchup on my team. But I, I, got, I got question marks. Michael Pittman, what's he going to do? Is Russell Wilson going to make Jerry Judy's day look better? Um, Josh Allen's going to be Josh Allen. I'm, that's going to be the game of the week right there. He's going to get a lot of points. Uh, but – He's going to have to make up for a multitude of sins if, uh, if Pittman and Judy can't get it together. I'm forced to play Dobbs in my in my flex, and he's he's had flashes of greatness. But against the Jets, that you know that running game could take over, and they don't really need to do much in the air. So I've got way more question marks um, on my team than Jimmy does, and uh, and for that reason, I, I don't know that it. The only thing I got going for me against Jimmy is the fact that. Down his lineup, he's got a lot more red matchups than me. So, like, Saquon against Baltimore, like we said a minute ago, that that that's a good run defense. Uh, Pat Mahomes against Buffalo, it's a, it's a tough defense for anybody, although it'll it'll definitely bring Pat Mahomes back to earth some. I don't see him having a 30-point day, but 20 is definitely in the realm of possibility. Um, but if these defenses can step up, I give myself a shot. But at the end of the day, um, I'm going to have to give it to Jimmy just based on the fact that his guys can spark much quicker than mine. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, sadly, um, I think I'm with you, man. Um, I, I agree. I think it's just, like you said, guys can spark a little bit more. I do like Leonard Fournette's matchup against Pittsburgh. He's going to have oh, to sure. – He's going to have to replicate what he did last week to give you a shot, I think. I think Josh Allen might be on a revenge tour against Kansas City here. He might not let up. Dude, he might go six touchdowns. So, (laughs) he might just be like, hey, I know we lost in the overtime last year, but this time I'm not leaving it up to chance. So, um, it might might be a revenge game for Allen, which he might come out and play totally different. Um, which I, I'm really excited about that whole game in particular. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man. Um, you know what? I'm going to flip it. I'm going to go Rodney. Rodney, I think you stay wow. on the streak. Wow. Um, Bold I, move there. Yeah, I think you stay on the streak. I think uh, Judy will hook up uh, with Russell Wilson at least once and give him a tutty. Um, mm. I, I, I like the Rams matchup against Carolina. I have no clue what Carolina's doing. They fired their head coach, so that might be a game winner for me right there. That matchup. So yeah, it it'll probably give you at least ten points. Um, and um, yeah, I I like I like I'm gonna go Adam. I'm gonna go Adam's bomb. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'll take the love, man. I'll take it. What about yeah. you, Mitchell? I am actually going to second that. Um, what? Hey, the only one that didn't pull for my own team. I think it, it's it's tough, man, it, because because of what you said. You know, you do have some question marks there, um, but I, I think the matchups do it for me, and and I love that 
it's Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I know. Um, one of probably probably the biggest rivalry in modern NFL right now, Buffalo versus Kansas City. Um, you know that those quarterbacks are going to come to play. And uh, Kansas City hasn't looked – granted, yeah, they looked good last night. Um, in the second half they did for sure. They, they were down 17 to nothing. Kansas City hasn't looked up to par this year. Um, they don't mm-hmm. look like the Kansas City that we really expect them to be. Right. I think Josh Allen has a huge game against them. Dude, I um, think it's a revenge game. Fournette against Pittsburgh, I love for you. Um, I think that's a, especially if he can come off some momentum from last week. Uh, CEH has looked good this year, um, despite what a lot of people thought about him. Um, you just, you're going to have to have Pittman or Judy step up for you and, and at least have an average game. If you can have more than that, that's great. I don't know what's going to happen with dubs. He, he's a hit or miss guy, but he can, you know, he can get some points for you. I give you the edge. Uh, My man. Jimmy's team is scary. Looking at Barclay, Kamara, Patrick Mahomes. And uh, Ramondre that we've talked about all week. I mean, Ramondre for sure. Um, but he, it's it's questionable too. I don't know who he's going to plug in as his kicker and his defense. It's kind of streaming at this point. Uh, but I, I, think that, I think that I like your matchups a lot better, and I think it's going to work out well for you. Do you play – Romeo Dobbs in the flex against the Jets, which is a 17th rank against the receivers, or Tony Pollard against the Eagles? I, I, I think you were pretty disappointed with Tony Pollard the last time you played him. Uh, yeah, that's, that's when he didn't even score a point. I don't even know what happened that week. It's, it's tough. I mean, it, it's Dallas against Philly. That's a big rivalry, too. It is. Um, and Philly's defense looks good. I don't know, man. I, I think you even question what is what does Schuster look like? Um, is that even a question for you to to plug him in um, against Buffalo? You're you're talking about your flex spot right now, right? Yeah, yeah, flex spot. I don't know. I mean, it, it almost seems pretty tit for tat, you know, with with Dubs. I mean, I don't, I can't really say that one of them is is better than the other. Um, okay. But I, I don't know. That's that's a that's a great question. Um, it's a great question. Well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> Any- yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Needed some guidance, Mitchell. And now I got more questions. I'll text you later. All right, text me later. Give me the inside scoop. Where are we going next, Brandon? Um, we're gonna go uh, run CMC and cooking with Lamar. Um, this is um this is a saucy matchup. Uh, right now. Um, it looks like cooking with Lamar's got the edge, which is kind of wild to think, but, um, but yeah, I, um, man, it's a shocker. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the projections. Um, I like cooking with Lamar, uh, due to the fact, I think Mark Andrews is going to at least have a two touchdown game. You heard it here first. Um, he's going to have at least two tutties, um, and we like to call we like to talk about Tuddies here. So he's he's gonna get two touchdowns at least. Um and then Kenneth Walker against Arizona. I think he has a good shot to break in a hundred yards. So um I'm gonna go bold here. I I actually do think cooking with Lamar breaks his losing streak and, and gets back to five hundred. 
Mm. Okay. Mitchell, what do you got? I, I like run CMC here. Um, I, I think that even though Kenneth Walker is in there um, and we know that he's the, he's the guy in, in Seattle, um, I still think that it's, I think it's a, I think that's a passing offense. Um, so I, I don't really have a lot of confidence in that. Um, I don't have any confidence in anything Denver offense related. Uh, so Sutton is a, is a huge question mark for me. Um, Devonte Smith is actually a question mark for me. Um, I had him last year. I know this year is a, a different story for the Eagles, but it was very frustrating just trying to figure out if he was going to perform from week to week. And, uh, and of course, JT, um, you know, do, is he gonna, is he gonna finally show up? I think that, uh, I think that Josh's team just has a lot more certainty there. Uh, a lot more bigger players. His matchups are really good. Um, even with Justin Jefferson against Miami, um, you know, Miami didn't do well this week. It's Justin Jefferson. He's going to put up big points. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't think this is actually going to be that close. Mm, I'd wow. say at least a 10-point win for Josh's team. Wow. That's, that's a big statement right there. Um, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go the opposite direction. Um, it, and it's against my better judgment. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's had two, if I'm not mistaken, like two back-to-back weeks where he's just kind of came out like it's been a disappointment. Um, so he's like a 13-point week at Buffalo, 14-point week against Cincinnati. And although the Giants are um, – they're solid against quarterbacks. Like I think he's, he's got something to prove um, with his team struggling the way they've struggled in the last couple of weeks. He's got something to prove. Kenneth Walker is going to get his chance to shine finally against the middle-of-the-pack Arizona defense who's been suspect at times. Um, Dalvin Cook's got a great matchup against Miami. Portland setting a great matchup against LA. That's going to require Russell Wilson to to do what we said with Jerry Judy. But down the board, uh, both teams have pretty favorable matchups. Um, but I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor wakes his tail up. You heard it here first. He's going to wake up, lead this Tim Murchison. Uh, what's his name now? Cooking with Lamar team to victory. And it's going to bring Josh Sweat back down to earth. It's going to keep that division bottlenecked so that uh, peons like myself at least have a chance of sniffing the playoffs. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. All right, Mitchell, where do you want to go now? If I was putting a $100 bill on it, I'd go Josh all day. (laughs) Absolutely. You you never bet money against that man for sure. Not a chance. Um, let's go. Uh, let's let's go to probably one of the easier ones here. Um, Prison Mike, the mentors versus Saban's interns. Um, I'm going to call it easy for. Uh, Saban's interns uh, has a lot of their guys on by this week. Yes, he does. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's not looking good for the boys down in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I, I I don't think that this is I, I don't think that this is a close matchup. Um, he's he's got too many holes in his bye week. Um, you know, he doesn't shop waivers, so he may very well start three guys on bye. Uh, 
he he may not even know at this point that he has these guys. That's a, that's what I was about to say. Um, it's gonna be like, I didn't. There's bye weeks in week five, week six. What what what? I He's mean, not he, realize it. He honestly he doesn't have any other running backs on his bench right now. Um, so that's literally all he has. So and even if he does shop waivers, who is he gonna get? There's nobody to pick up on waivers right now that's gonna sure. get any any value. Especially at his at his waiver order, right? There's there's nobody that he's picking up uh, that is worth putting in a starting lineup. I think that that's the only thing that we have to say here. Yep, I, th- yeah. I think you're right. Which is sad because Jake's team has struggled so much. They're only projected for 84 points. Right. Like Jacob yep. could, could legitimately win this game with with 60 points. Right. Because Matt Stafford. It sucked this year. And looking at guys that are starting for, for Austin, I mean, Marquise Brown is going to be – I mean, I don't see Zeke doing much against Philly. I mean, unless Austin fills his roster in, like, uh, he may he may not even score 50 points this week. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think it matters really who he goes against. If you can't fill those slots – Right. And at this point, you almost have to pull a miracle out of your rear end – to get somebody off of waivers who's going to give you a, a, even a 10 yeah. point. And he's True. handcuffed with his handcuffs. <laughs> like, yeah. who so am I going to drop? Well, I don't want to drop him because if my guy goes down, he's going to be, you know. He doesn't even have – where he needs he needs running backs to fill in. He doesn't have another running back on his bench. Because he's got handcuffs. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I said. He, he doesn't have anybody to plug in those running back spots. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's insane. So, yep. yeah, I don't, I, that's a wash. I mean, we don't even – nobody else needs to even go on this one. Yeah. Prison Mike's. If you lose Prison Mike's, we need to get back if to the Prison Mike's loses this week. Um, he needs to hang it up. Yeah. He needs to hang it up. Just <laughs> put that team to bed. Put them out of their misery. Exactly. Just take them out back and, you know, shoot them. What's the next one we're going to, Brandon? Um, we're going to go to um, – we're going to go to – Thexwell uh, Thielen and a uh, Red Solo Cup. Um, All right. This is an interesting matchup. I mean, um, what 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 do you look at? Like uh, Mitchell, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I I, I like my chances here. Um, just looking across the board, you know, uh, what I said earlier about Russell Wilson, uh, it it doesn't it doesn't look favorable for him. He hasn't looked good. Um, Let's see. We've got J.K. Dobbins, who has underperformed for sure. But then again, you've got guys like Nick Chubb and Cooper Cup who can have really, really big games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in order for uh, – this is Casey's team, correct, Red Solo Cup? It is. I think in order for him to pull this one out, he's going to have to have almost what you and Brandon had this past week where you have three players that put up 25-plus points – um, which he definitely has the ability to do. Oh, uh, for sure. George Kittle can do it. Cup can do it. Nick Chubb can do it. And I'm going to tell you something. Lazard is starting to look good in Green Bay. Um, he's starting to get targets from Aaron Rodgers, and he's definitely rising as his top receiver. Um, so I like Lazard there. But uh, I, I, I like my chances here, and I don't say that just because it's my team. Um, it, it depends on uh, what's going on with T. Higgins, if he's healthy. Um, what do I do if he is not? Uh, and even still, I've got Thielen I can plug in. I got uh, Jacoby Myers. I, mm-hmm. 
top to bottom in this starting lineup, I, I think that my team is just a little more solid and a little more concrete than his is. All right. What do you think, Ronnie? I agree. Um, I like even with your red matchups. I mean, Travis Kelsey's matchup proof. So he doesn't even need a ton of yardage. He's he's so hard to beat in the red zone. So even yeah. going up against Buffalo, like, I mean, you're not concerned about Travis Kelsey at all. Even right. even if they stifle him, um, you got enough guys that are hot. Um, I think Aaron Jones bounces back this week against the Jets. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, completely agreeing with everything that Mitchell broke down here. Um, I still don't trust what Russell Wilson, um, although the Chargers is a good matchup against QBs, he's had good opportunity matchups that he's just went belly up on. So there's more, there's more to it than just matchup for Russ. Um, but I think it's got you projected to win by like 13 points, which is a pretty big margin right out of the gate. Right. Your guys, I do think you got to get, um, you got to get Jacoby in your lineup. He's, he's nasty. I don't know if you want to do that on a matchup based on Tyler Lockett's, uh, Arizona matchup or if T Higgins is hurt or not, but if I'm you, I'm benching Higgins playing Lockett and I'm playing Jacoby Myers and just let my boys eat. Yeah. And I, I thought about that too. Like, what is it, what does it look like to just pull Higgins out just because we know he's dealing with an injury? Yep. Just, just until you if, can see some kind of bounce back for him. Yep. Give him a, give him a week or two to see how it works for him. And I've got some solid options to plug in. So I, I don't think I'm hurting there, whatever I decide to do. Yeah. Totally yeah, agree. I, give it to Mitchell. Yeah, I agree with the I agree with the assessment. I like uh, Mitchell's team. Um, I do think Aaron Jones is coming back. I will say this though about T. Higgins, which is interesting. Marshawn Lattimore went down last week, and once he went down, the Seattle offense like blew up. Like I mean, they just went berserk in the second half. And um, I think if if Marshawn Lattimore isn't playing again this week, um, T. could go. He could tee off. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> so, he's healthy. Um, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, obviously. Um, but even uh, 80% T Higgins is better than most, you know, fully healthy people. Right. Um, so, but he could, he, if he's healthy, I would, I would play him. No doubt. Um, if he practices this week, I would just put him right in. Um, so, so yeah, cause the saints right now are allowing the six most fantasy points to to wide receivers. So, I mean, that alone should let you know if, if Marshawn's not going to be there, uh, I like his chances to, to do something. Um, that's why I think Jamar's going to have a great week. So, um, so yeah, but I, I like your team top to bottom. I think you're solid. And Kelsey, like, if you look at last week, the Raiders did a really good job against Kelsey. He only had seven receptions for 25 yards. 25 yards. Yeah. If you look at that, that's phenomenal. But yeah. they absolutely sucked in the red zone. Yeah. And and that's all it takes in a standard league. Putting them in the end zone, man, and and it'll make your day. So get them um, tutties, baby. Get them tutties. Dude, get them tutties. Uh, where you want to go next, Rodney? I think we only got one match left. Am I mistaken by that? I think it's your match and uh and Jason. So you get X marks the spot against Wolfpack. Yeah. All right. Uh, tight. We're going to start it. Tight. Well, it is your game, man. So why don't you lead us off? 
All right. Well, um, the matchup I'm kind of a little concerned about is how Jalen Hurts will play against Dallas. Dallas has had a really good defense, like we talked about earlier. Um, and uh, A.J. Brown against, you know, that secondary. But that secondary has been suspect in a few games, um, like against uh, a few teams. I can't remember who went off. Probably nobody's went off. I haven't really looked. Uh, but, uh, but, um, man, this is, this is tough. Um, I like Chase better against, uh, New Orleans. Like I was just talking about with T Higgins. So I think he'll match, uh, Tyree kill. I like AJ Brown over Godwin, even though AJ Brown might have a difficult matchup. Um, I think they'll find ways to get him on the ball this week since he had a subpar matchup last week. Um, the one guy that gives me, uh, um, question marks is, uh, Wilson Jr. I'm not really worried about the Bills defense this week, uh, cause they got Kansas City coming into town, uh, which kind of gives me a leg up there, but, um, but I like my chances. I think I'm going to get out of the loss column and, and go two and four. So that, that's, that's my, that's my assessment. Mitchell, talk to us. Uh, yeah, so a, cu- a couple of things to break down here. Um, I think that Tom Brady has a field day in Pittsburgh this week. Um, I think he has a good game, and you've got Chris Godwin right there to stack it up. Um, how many of those touchdowns go to Chris Godwin, I don't know. Um, but I think there's good potential there. Um, I don't like... I don't like Jason's running backs this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Sanders against Dallas. I, Miles Sanders, I said earlier, was going to go cold. Um, I, I've never liked Melvin Gordon. Um, and anything in that Denver offense is very sketch right now. Mm-hmm. And then also you look at Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, San Francisco just picked up Tevin Coleman, um, which, is, which is a huge pickup for them. He was with them before. Um, he's been with Shanahan in Atlanta and San Francisco. He's getting touches too. Um, so I don't know what that's going to do to Wilson's, uh, Wilson's load, but I know it's going to cut into it some. Um, but I think, I think in order for Jason to really win this week, I think it's going to have to be a big Tom Brady to Chris Godwin connection in Pittsburgh. I like your team. I like Hertz. Um, if Eckler can come off some momentum that he had last week, I think you'll be fine. I, even even though I've got Brees Hall and he's going off, I still think Michael uh, – is it Michael Carter? Michael, yeah, Carter. Michael Carter. He's still startable. Um, he's still getting good carries. He's still getting good yards. Um, and to back up your point uh, with these Cincinnati wide receivers against New Orleans, I like Jamar Chase this, year, or this week. Uh, I think he has a big week. The only the only thing that I really wish that you were able to do is find a replacement for DJ Moore. Um, yeah. I had him I had him a couple years ago, and it was one of the most frustrating things because he would come out one week and put up twenty points, and the next week he put up nothing. Yep. So it's it's frustrating. If I were you, I'd be looking to find a way to get him off of my team just so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, that's the only real hole that I see. Uh, I I like you to win this week. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, Roddy. 
Um, this, this is this is probably going to be the closest matchup of the week, in my opinion. Um, running backs just have been scary for you all season, Brandon. Um, Mitchell, I don't quite know what I mean. I know Michael Carter had a good week, but like you're saying, he has he's getting good yards. The guy's averaging two yards a carry. Um, he got he cashed in on two tutties last week, but I don't. I don't know that he's like an answer, and I, and I'm only saying this because Brandon's had such big issues at RB two. Like he's been trying to fill that spot all year long, and Chase Edmonds had been cutting it. Right. So I think you got to make a move, Brandon. I think you got to you got to wheel and deal, and it might take you parting ways with somebody you really like, um, because you have to address your running back slot. Fortunately for you, on the other side of the equation this week. You got another guy with running back questions. So um, I don't think it is going to kill you this week. Um, matter of fact, just looking at Jason's lineup, um, I totally agree with Mitchell. Tom Brady to Chris Godwin has to happen. I think Jeff Wilson does good against Atlanta, maybe like a 14, 15-point day. Um, but this, this is going to be a nail-biter. You need Jamar Chase to come to life. Eckler's going to be fine. Jalen Hurts is going to get his. Um, it's a toss up in my mind here, but I think I'm going to go just matchups down the stretch. I mean, from Michael Carter down, you're looking really good on matchups. Like it's either black or green all the way down. So I'm going to give it to you, Brandon, this week. It's going to be a really close one and it it honestly could go anybody's direction, but I think you really, 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 really got to make a priority because yeah, you got D hop coming back to help you with DJ Moore, but that RB2, man, the quicker you fix it, I think the more solid you're going to be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I got, I got some trades working in the, in the, in the next couple days. So we'll see what happens. Care to share? Uh, well, I, no, not right now. Uh, I'm going to hold them to the, to my, uh, you keep them close to the vest. That's okay. To the vest. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I might, I might have a, a, RB two here soon, uh, might, might like you said might give up what I don't want to give up to get it, but uh, we'll see. But what, you know, what, RB's RB such a such a valuable play in our league, man. It's just it's worth it. Like I mean, Mitchell is a prime example. He gave up somebody he did not want to give up, and it changed his it changed his entire season. Yeah. What What do you think about uh, plugging in Cam Akers and and hoping that he has a good week? He does have a great matchup. He does have a great matchup. I did see that against Carolina. I mean, they've been open to getting gashed, but uh, I just don't know, man. I, that's going to be a toss-up for me. Uh, if anything, he would go into my flex position uh, and take DJ Moore out. But I do have a, a guy that if I can get him off waivers um, to plug in, uh, DJ Moore will not be in my starting lineup. I like it. So, so yeah. Well, good deal, guys. It's been a blast. Mitchell, thanks so much for jumping on with us, bro. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been a blast. Hope to do it again soon. This is by far our longest podcast. So if you hung in with us up to this point, man, you are the real deal. Um, You're the ones we're trying to talk to and bring content to every week anyways. Guys, next week we have none other than the uh, team manager for Red Solo Cup. Casey's going to be in the house with us. So it's going to be really interesting to hear. A little bit out of him and how his season's going. He's definitely one of the better teams in the league, so really hyped.
to get him on the podcast. Game day's coming up quick, gentlemen. Good luck in all of your efforts, and we will talk at you guys next week. Peace out. See you guys. See ya.